Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Previously on Dungeons and Dragons. I haul trows down and I shake it at the front of the (laughs) other caravan. Excuse me, what are you doing? Uh, One of the wagon wheels hits a, a big pothole. And the wagon falls to the ground. Oh my god! It just seems one thing after the other just keeps going wrong. Is it because they're really heavy and full of liquid, or...? Is, oh. is it because they're cursed? Is your boss a cursed barrel salesman? N- no, oh, no. It's a tough business. It's, that's a tough business to be in. Not a lot of market for that, I wouldn't think. Cool, cool, cool. So you're like adventurers, yeah? Yeah. Well, yeah. Sorry, I, I think guess, we're adventurers. Yeah. yeah, I guess so. Very neat, very neat. There's this old rumor, old saying over... Near here, uh, big treasure, big fun, big fun. <laughs> we go find the big treasure. We have big fun. All three of you feel like the wind dies down, like almost to a standstill. And just above the the trees, right in front of you, at the end of this path, you see the tip of a windmill. Well, I'll be damned. Welcome to Dungeons & Dragons. We're a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast, and I'm your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore, and with me today is Tom Laird. Hey, that's me. I play Moot. He's a half-orc uh, wild magic sorcerer. And Amy Moore. Hey, I play Sullivan Slight, or Sully, a lightfoot halfling rogue. And Carla Johnson. That's me, and I play Glim, a dragonborn paladin. How's everybody doing tonight? Great. Good. Doing real good. By tonight, I mean doing? this generic time of day that people are listening. Yeah. Is it yes. night? Could be. Morning? Could be. Midday? I don't know. I see sun outside, so I'm not sure what you're talking about. Amy refuses to yes and this garbage. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> <Will Okay>. it. <laughs> Will not. You put me in some weird ghosty place, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> don't want this. Where we're always yes anding is over on Patreon. Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast in the side scroller that we run over there, which is amazing. And you should come over just so you can listen to that because Tom runs a wonderful game. Yeah, he does. He does. Oh, thanks, guys. It's a super fun one to run. But also you get an episode dedicated to you like today's patron. And this episode is dedicated to that patron... Kyle McSherry. Thanks, Kyle. Thanks, Kyle. I was wondering how long Russ would be able to drag that out before he said your name. I know. It was in, there was a lot of anticipation. Build the suspense. That's what my job is. And I did that so well. Mm -hmm. I didn't get to the point where I could have said his name and then think that "Mm, maybe it shouldn't have been that way and then try and backtrack. No, that's not what I No, I assumed you had a script in front of you. It was seamless. Seamless. Perfect. Fuck it. Let's play D&D. Um, so you find yourself, after heading into the woods with Hillop, um, and not getting his honey, 
Please listen to the previous episodes. That's not a sexual reference. I mean, it's an episodic thing. Hopefully you have listened to the previous episode. But if you're just coming in now, it's not a sex thing. If not, it's all about Hillop's honey. <laughs> but you are... Uh, I've walked down a pathway. The wind has kind of died down uh, to a standstill. You see ahead of you uh, a windmill. You're not certain if it's the windmill, but it is a windmill, and it doesn't appear to be moving. And it's in the middle of a forest. It's in the middle of a forest. So already spooky, because what windmills need to work is wind. Yeah. Hmm. I would like to use my divine sense. That's Oof. right, a game mechanic. Oh my god. Mind explosion. Okay. As an action, I can detect good and evil. I can, until the end of my next turn, I can sense anything affected by the hallow spell or know the location of any celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet. Shit. Any of them bad boys kicking around? I mean, probably not, but I wanted to use a thing, guys. I think that's lovely. (laughs) Uh, I mean, you get get the heebie-jeebies that maybe something is awry here, but you do not specifically detect any of those evildoers. Okay. Guys, this place feels super creepy, and not just because it's a windmill in the middle of a forest, which I don't know a lot of physics or windmill icks, but I think you need wind for a windmill to work, so why would they even have built it here? Anyway, this place is super creepy. Friends, this could be the windmill that we are looking for. It's in the middle of a forest. It's not moving right now, which kind of is like uh, good for the rumor. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then it was powered by magic orb, which means it wouldn't have regularly needed wind to move. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And evil right. took over, and it's super creepy. Super so... creepy. You notice that too. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, what do you say? We just like barge in there? Or... Yeah. Let's kick the door. Oh, in. Sweet. I'm so happy. I brought you guys with me. Okay. So are you over the whole honey thing now? Have we moved on? Well, we'll still come back to get the honey, right? Well, we have to go back the same way we came. I guess you can do whatever you want. You all can start walking down. And uh, the pathway, uh, there's big trees at the end of this pathway. It takes a right. Uh, You could, in theory, cut through the trees to get directly to the windmill, it would seem. So if we're just going to cut through here, is that okay with you guys? Or is the trees too creepy creepy? We go around around the pathways. Well, I, I've read Little Red Riding Hood, and you're never supposed to be off the path, so... So you want us to stick to the path, then? I vote path. I'm a okay, pragmatic. Sully. We we can stay on the path. Why not? That's sure. Totally, that's totally cool. Kind of keeping an eye on, on where you're going with the windmill, but the, the path uh, turns to the right. You take a left, and then uh, you're basically just following around this circle here. As you walk down the path, there is a right turn... Down at the end, it opens into a bit of a clearing. You don't see much, um, but you continue to take a left and then another left, and you make it to the front of a windmill. Ta-da! I would like to do a perception check. Me too. I don't know why. (laughs) I rolled a one. I rolled a two. Guess I've still got that song from Zumba in my head. Just, it's such an earworm. (laughs) It's lodged in your brain. Uh, I got a 10. I guess we so just we see, see a, windmill. a windmill, yeah? Uh, yeah, it looks like an old, old windmill. Um, kind of not super well kept. Looks like maybe it hasn't been tended to in several years. 
got a real creepo vibe to it. That's about <laughs> what you detect to it. Okay. Um, you see Hillop go over to the door, and he goes to open it. We should, Hillop, we yeah. should knock. What if someone lives here? Just because it's run down doesn't mean it could be oh. someone's home. You can't just walk in. It's the middle of the night. Well, I just assumed that uh, maybe it was abandoned because rumor, but you're right. You're right. He knocks. <laughs> My mouth got really dry at that moment and I couldn't make a... <laughs> well, I also like your, like, pattern. <laughs> and the people drums start coming out like... Doo, 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 doo. It's that Zumba song all yeah, over again. Yeah, and, and then someone starts singing, What's new? Buenos Aires. <laughs> and it's a whole musical number out of nowhere. Oh, that'd be amazing. Do that one day, Russ. Yes, yeah. I mean, in like episode, two years. Sure. Yeah. Well, just like where it comes out of nowhere, it'll be sure. so fun. So he knocks and he kind of waits there. Everybody waits there for a minute and you don't hear anything. Actually, make a perception check. Oh, That's probably a better way to do it. Play this game that we're playing. 10. 14. Oh, net 20. Oh. <gasps> Damn. I mean, nobody hears anything coming from inside the windmill, but you hear a f like a faint calling and off and behind you, someone yelling like, help, help. Does any, does anybody hear that? Now that you focus on it, um, everybody else does hear kind of a faint calling for help. Well, it sounds like someone needs some help. Yeah, we've got to go, and I'm already, like, heading in that direction. I'm right behind Glim. All right. Philip's like, we're off to adventure! He's following behind. You run, you're sticking to the path? Um, If that's where it sounded like that. Yeah, the, uh, like, I, I think I would, like, kind of beeline whatever the fastest path was to where okay. I thought it was well, coming it would, from. It would be cutting through some trees to get to okay. the sound. So, okay. yeah, you, um, you go back the way you came a little bit but before you get to the the one turn that you didn't go down you hear them coming from the other side of of the trees there so you cut through the trees does everybody follow yeah moot hill up feeling about this sully hesitates for a moment i mean as far as you know there could be a path yeah no sully sully follows them all right so you cut through the trees uh, Glim, you're the first one through, and you see a man um, caught in quicksand in the middle of a pathway. He looks like he's kind of just like face above the sand, um, and he kind of looks over to you without turning too much. He's like, oh, thank thank God. Uh, can, can you help? Help me? Okay, guys, this is what we have to do. We got to get... The three of us together, and we'll make a human chain, and then we gotta grab the guy, and then we gotta pull him out without sinking in, okay? You are very resourceful. Let's do this thing. Can we use a can we use a rope? Yeah, we gotta use a rope. We'll tie okay. it to a tree and then tie it to the person, and then tie it to the person, and tie it to the person, quick, 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 before this guy goes under. Alright. I tie the rope to the to a sturdy looking tree. Make a dexterity check. Oh god. No. Oh. Eleven. Yeah, you tie it to the tree. Okay. I double check my knot. Love it. Make an investigation check. <laughs> it's a 12. <laughs> yes, um, it's a knot. It is a knot. It's, you probably feel like you could have tied it a little better, though. Okay, I tied a little better. You do so. <laughs> okay. Um, you're, you're tying it to each individual person, or you're just kind of like holding on to it? What's happening here? 
Well, I say tie off and then, I mean, we should in theory, in quicksand theory. Yeah. If Sully's tied to the tree, well, I don't know that Sully was the best choice to go next to the tree. So let's tie whoever is next to Sully also to the rope. It's just that he's small. He's not that strong. Well, well, I just tied it to a to a tree. I just have a hemp rope. Oh, you haven't tied it to yourself at all. No. Oh, just to the tree. Tied it to himself as anchor. (laughs) (laughs) I got you guys. (laughs) And everybody's in the Quicksand New Podcast. No, Sully's definitely not going to be tied. Okay, guys. Oh, I guess. um, How far across is the quicksand? Um, It appears to be like, uh, we'll say 40 feet. Uh, diameter, so Jesus. twenty feet, twenty feet to the guy who's kind of near the middle. Okay, my God, how far did he walk in before he got to the middle of a right? <laughs> Jesus, I mean thrashing and stuff. You move around. Yes, yes. Can we sort out these details later, please? <laughs> yeah, okay. No more talking. It's gonna make you think d- deeper. Okay, so. What do you think, guys? What order should we go in? I think I'm the strongest. I'm not trying to be rude, but maybe I should go and be the one to pull him out? Or should I be at the anchor and hold everybody else that's pulling him out? What do you guys think, Moot? What do you think? I think we just got to get him out of there. Not helpful. <laughs> Philip, what do you think? <laughs> oh, well, it sounds like you got a good pull, so maybe you go pull the rope and we will hold on to him with our hands. Oh my God, you guys. Okay. For Christ. Okay. Sully, you understand what I'm saying here, I right? I know what you're saying here. I think that you should be closest to the tree. I think okay, that you should great. be in charge of making sure that myself. we don't all fall into the thing. Uh, me, I'm going to be just organizing this entire thing. Then we're going to have Hillop is yes. going to be next. And then Moot, you are going to be grabbing the hands of the guy if you feel comfortable doing so. Uh, Sure. I can do that. All right, you guys. Sweet. Should we tie this to our good friend Moot here, maybe? Yeah, you should be tying it to you as well. Come on, chop, chop, chop. That seems... I already tied it to me, and then to him, and then to him, and then... Okay, we're tied. We're We're good. We're all tied. Everybody make a check of some sort. Okay, what kind of check? Um, What kind of rope check do you want? I think... um, Survival? We never do survival checks. Oh, fuck I yeah, literally bud. don't remember ever doing one. No, let's do a survival check. That's not exactly what that is, but okay. I mean, we can do a survival check to see if we get the guy. Let's do avoid quickstand or other natural hazards. It says it right in there. Oh fuck it, it does? then. Yeah, perfect. What? In survival? In survival? Yeah. Am I misremembering? Do we do survival checks all the never. time? Because no, I just don't remember. Do this is yeah. the first time ever. But if you click on it in yeah. DD Beyond, yeah. it literally says oh, quicksand. You're right. Everybody, oh, do God. a survival okay. check. Do I have Amazing. to if I'm not participating? You're, I yeah. mean, you're, yeah, you know. Just watching. You're just there for moral support. I really Everybody, am. He's, help, he's aiding, so everybody do it with advantage. <gasps> yeah. Oh. I'm cheering on. Okay, uh, 13 for the first one. 14 for the, okay, yeah. mildly I, better. I also got a 14. Um, and, uh, yeah, Hillop got a 12, but I that's, that's good. Uh, so... Moot, you explain to me what you do, because you're the guy going in to, to reach hand. So you tell me, you describe to me what you're doing. Yeah, I mean, I guess I just kind of, like, inch my way as close as possible while I still have solid footing. 
and then just kind of lean as forward as I can. He's 20 feet in the middle of it. Moot, what you got to do is we all got to lay down flat so we don't break through the top. We got to spread out our weight. We got to s- distribute our weight out across. You understand? Oh, let his offenses just as a board. Okay, that, that makes so much more sense than my method. <laughs> this is my first time with quicksand, guys. I don't know what I'm doing. I just, me too, buddy. I didn't even know a survival was a thing. <laughs> uh, hey, almost, uh, almost uh, sunk down... Uh, dude, make sure that your hand is available for our buddy here. He, he kind of lifts his hand up and out of the sand and reaching towards Moot, and uh, you lay down flat. Hillop's got you by the feet. Yeah. And you're kind of army crawling-ish forward, and you make it to his hand. Now everybody's going to make a strength check. Uh, I'll, I'll come behind and help pull as much okay. as my <laughs> myself can Nat do that. 20. That's pretty good. I'm oh, the strongest I got an 18. creature in the world. Five. Just kidding. Okay, so here's the thing. Hillop got a two. So oh, no! <laughs> how this is going to work is, so Sully and and uh, and Glim, are, they're pulling so hard that Hillop loses his grip on Moot. But because he's tied, that's fine. Um, but he slips and let's go. He's like, oh, no, my friend is going to go into the drink. Um, and then your strength manages to pull everybody back and out. Um, and the guy uh, makes it to the edge and he's able to climb up and out. And he's kind of just... He's, he's winded uh, because, you know, I mean, we don't know how long he's been in there, but he's like, thank, thank you. I give him my water skin so he can have a drink of water. He, he takes several big gulps as he's trying to collect himself. He's like, Thank goodness you guys, you guys came by. What were you doing out here all by yourself? Oh, well, I, I, I heard there was, I heard there was gold here. And Hillop was like, yes, I heard there was gold here too. He's following the rumor. How many people out here looking for gold? How many different ways uh, are we going to have to split this thing? Well, I mean, you, you saved my life. If we, if there is gold, like that's, that's fine. Um, I, I don't, I don't really need it anymore. I guess I've got I've got so much more to live for than just just sweet sweet gold. Oh, that's a great attitude. I'm Glim. What's your name? My 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 name is uh, Esau. It's nice to meet you, Esau. Can I ask you a question? Of course. So there's this haunted windmill yeah. and an orb, and then some gold. Where's the gold come into it? We were a little confused about that. Well. Um, the 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 rumor, as I know it, is that the the town kind of collected its gold in one place, uh, but when like the... a bank, <laughs> sure, yeah, it's been a while though, so maybe they didn't call it a bank, or maybe it wasn't as conventional as a bank. Um, but uh, yeah, they put it all in one place, and just the the riches of the town are here somewhere, supposedly, and. Um, you know, they were driven off and were forced to take only what they could. And the, the gold is still rumored to be here. So yes. I had some friends with me, but they they got they got chickened out. They chickened out a while back. They heard some buzzing. Oh, there was definitely a lot of bees. Oh, well, I'm, one of my friends, he's allergic to bees. So that's probably good. He turned around. So you guys are here to find the gold? You you folks are here to find the gold too? 
Well, well, we're more here to banish evil and maybe find this orb. Yeah, I, I'm oh. just not really a fan of evil generally, so I try and get rid of it whenever I can. But I, I mean, I'm gold definitely is here for the gold. Oh. So a variety of reasons. Oh, oh great. Well, uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, I, I, there was a cave a while back, or a little while over there. Um, uh, Did you not make it to the windmill? Uh, no, I saw the windmill and then got got kind of stuck in this stuck situation. in this muck. Yeah, right. Well, I think we were we were just about to go look in the windmill when when we heard you. So, do you want to come with us? I'd, I'd love to. Yeah, yeah. Being being alone, I'm finding is probably not a great place to be when when everything is evil. Well, it's really creepy here. It is. It is very very creepy here. Yeah, strength in numbers is yeah. the saying. No, I like it. I like it. And you guys start walking back. You cut through the trees, like coming back the way you came, I assume. I think so, because it okay. seemed Makes safe sense. when sure. we did it. Um, so, yeah, you guys, uh, as you're talking, you make it back to the windmill. I say, wow, it's... I didn't think I'd actually find a windmill in the middle of the forest. It's weird, isn't it? It's very cool. Yeah. I mean, maybe we find the gold and we just get on out. I mean, banish the evils doers and get on out of here yeah hold on like in what order are we doing these things like if we find the orb that super we can look at our leisure for the gold we find the gold first are we still looking for the orb that means you guys tell me i i I left gold back in a tree there so apparently gold is not high priority all the time (gasps) i turn to the guy and i'm like uh, Bishop, is the gold, like, this isn't honey, right? He doesn't answer you. His Excuse name's me, e- sir. E- Esau. Esau is his name, Silly. Esau? Silly. I just called him uh, Silly. E- yeah, e- Esau, yeah. <laughs> oh, all right, sorry. The gold that we're looking for, you didn't hear that it is rumored to actually be honey, did you? no. Like no, I think he's gold. just referring to the fact that he could could have made money off of the gold. Oh yeah, or no. off of the off of the honey rather. Wow. Made gold off just of the making honey. Making sure. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, well, have, has anybody tried the door? Or? Well, oh, we no, knocked. After you. Oh, we okay. knocked, and there was no answer, and then we heard you. So okay. we haven't been inside yet. Great. We, okay. Should, Who wants we... to go first? Yeah, I'll go, I'll go try the door. Yeah, and it I sounds was, right. I was there first. I could do it again. He goes and knocks again, looking at everybody. Are we good to try the door now? Let's let's try the door. We've Get knocked there, two man. times. <laughs> goes to turn it. it. It's locked. Oh, I can do that. You can you can do that. All right, done. Undo that. I can. I'll pick it. Uh, sure. Yeah, get up uh, and make an uh, investigation check uh, before you start to pick the lock. Oh, the fuck. Two. No, three. Four. <laughs> um, as you bend down to start picking the lock, um, um, Hillop is like, oh, hey, there's there's two other locks there. Didn't see that before. Hmm. There's three locks. That's a lot of locks. Do you think they're trying to keep something inside there? Maybe that like isn't gold? A go- 
Well, maybe. Or like some kind of evil creature. That we should banish? Ooh, you're right. Okay, let's open it up. Yeah, all right. Oh, fuck. Everything. 16. Uh, the first lock, uh, yeah, it unlocks quite easily for you. 11. Second lock takes a little longer, but it, uh, it you hear the latch click over after a couple minutes. Oh, God, sorry. That was really it's embarrassing. It's taken you a long time. You're very good at the first one, but... Um, I am going 12. to, in case there's evil, get my weapon ready. I'm ready for evil. Yeah, I'm going to stand behind you. <laughs> I Do I click the last one open with a 12? Yeah. And as I click it open, I like, since I'm facing the door, I like swoosh really fast so that my back is to the wall in case the door swings open and anything comes at me. The door does uh, open inwards and there's like a <gasps> as the door opens. Oh. That was an unsettling sound. That was... Windmill? Are you a person? I mean, it sounded like a voice, right? I don't know. It sounded like it was breezing, maybe? Yeah. I'm dying. I'm a windmill. Or I just let out some air from a stale building after a little while. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I hope this sentient windmill comes along with us for all our adventures. I hope so, too. I mean, logistically, it's going to be a nightmare, (laughs) but I think it'll just be a delight and really add to it in the end. Can I find a picture of the windmill? Okay. Nope. Check your blood sugar. <laughs> um, well, um, it did sound like breathing. Um, it sounded like uh, there's probably just a little old air in there. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, Esau says, well, I mean, like I said, there was a cave over here. Maybe we... I don't know if I feel good about going in there. Maybe we go look around and see what else we find before we head into the windmill. I don't know. Guys, guys, I just spent I mean, time unlocking three different well, locks. You going to tell me you don't want to go in now? It's, I mean, we're here right now. I think we should go in. And I'm going to go to the door, but not go in, but like stick my head in and, and do an investigation check. You know, like you do mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in the world. I know uh, that's how I enter every room. Me too. Uh, it's only a 12, though, so. Uh, you look inside. Everything's very dusty and covered in cobwebs. It's pretty dark in there. Um, and other than a little bit of light shining down uh, through a, a, a window up top, you see um, you see a shadow of a staircase along the back that goes up. Um but you don't really see much else in there because it's dark. I think we should just go in and check you guys. We're right here. And I go in. Anybody follow? Yeah, I, I follow, I'm going in yeah. too. Okay. Uh, you three go in. Um, and uh, what order is everybody going in? I'll go second. Uh, I want to. I sneak myself in right after. I don't want to be last. Sure. Um, sure, I'll go in third. 
the three of you get in. Um, Moot, you see uh, in the corner, um, there's a, a, ta- a dusty old table um, that's kind of off into the side. All three of you see the staircase leading up. Um, and as you get kind of to the center of the room, you hear the door shut behind you. It's up. Hey, hey, you, you guys okay in there? Did you shut I, the door? No, we didn't shut the door. Did you shut the door? What you, you? Is the gold in there? Are you keeping us from the gold? Moot, open the door. I try to open the door. Um, as you step towards the door, you hear the latches go. As the door relocks itself from the inside. So it could have unlocked itself, but I was out there struggling like an asshole. Apparently, yeah, I guess this is just a self-locking door. You uh, you hear the door kind of shake from the other side. It's how can you can you unlock it? Like is it easy on the inside? You don't need the picky pickies. Are there any like bolts or anything, Russ? There's no bolts. There are pick locks on the inside too. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be much use with this, but maybe Sully can. Oh, yeah. Okay, sure. Well, guys, do we want to just leave? I mean, I know it's very creepy that the door just locked behind us, but we're already inside. Well, I was just thinking well, I could, true. we could just open it to let the other two people in. If we're in trouble, they can't get in here. Yeah, you're right. That's that's smarter, Sully. You should open it back up in case we need help from those two. Oh, baby. 26. Damn. We'll just say with that roll that, yeah, you you unlock all three doors and you open the door. um, And Hillop and Esau aren't there. Hey, guys. Are they guys? Hillop? Esau? Hello. My God, maybe they were never there. Well, now now what do we do? I I shut the door again. The locks go... Hey, you guys there? Nothing. Oh, God. They've you think probably... one of those portal things that took your friend Merv just just scooped these guys, too? God, I hope the fuck not. Okay, well, now that we're in here, I'm going to look around more. See what I can see. Yeah, let's have a look-see. Are there any candles or anything um, on any of the tables? Everybody make an investigation check. Not 20. Oh, or 19. <laughs> oh, investigations plus one. Is everything still super dusty? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, maybe there was some sort of like time travel element. Oh, that right. Yeah. Shut the door. Uh, no, everything inside remain, remains as you saw it. Um, okay. But as you look around, sorry, 19. No, not 20. Uh, 11. 10. Um, moot. Uh, roll, sorry, moot roll with advantage because you were the only one with dark vision. Okay. Oh, that's much better. That's 14. Um, yeah, you're looking around. Um, uh, so there's stairs, there's a, there's a desk and not much else. Where does, what direction does everybody go to look for things? I go to the desk. Desk. Okay. So the two of you go to a desk limb. Well, let's go stairs. All right. You go up the stairs. Um, when you get to, uh, you're both looking at a desk, at the desk, and there's a, it's, it's thick and caked with dust, um, but you kind of feel around on top, um, and there's a piece of paper. Um, you um, 
brush it off. And who who reads it? What language is it? Tell me who reads it. Uh, I'll read it. Okay, I'm going to text you <laughs> what it says. Glim, you go up the stairs, um, and you get to the top, and there is uh, just a single window that you see out, and you can uh, see over top of the trees. You see, we'll say, to the south, so the opposite direction of which you had, where the bridge is, you see a um, kind of the tip of what looks like a hut. Off to the east, you see an open clearing that looks to be, it could be uh, a graveyard um, and a, a silhouetted structure off a little bit further into the east. Um, to the west, you see the cave that Esau had mentioned. What does it say? The letter says, don't trust me. And it's signed Esau the Miller. Ah, fuck. What? What's going on down there? There's a window out here. I can see some stuff. Esau's a motherfucking just like goddamn non-trustworthy son of a bitch. <laughs> I come back down the stairs. What do you mean? What do you mean we can't trust Esau? We found a letter from Esau that says, don't trust me. Oh, well, that's ominous. Well, I mean, certainly if, doesn't sound great. Wait a minute. Hold on. But we didn't trust him, though, did we? He was like, hey. Uh, don't go in there. He kept trying to well, make he, us go to the cave. Yeah, he wanted us to yeah. go to the cave. So maybe we're all right? I mean, we got locked in here. It's not looking great, but... I can get us out of here. I don't know where the other here is, though, because I don't oh, know where they are. Maybe he did something to Hillop. Well, the man wanted an adventure. That's a good glass-half-full way of looking at it, Sully. I'm very positive. Um, so there's a window upstairs, and I looked out, and it looks like if we head south, there's, um, I don't know, it looks like a big hut or something. I can just see the tip of it kind of over the trees, and then and then in the other direction, there was, um, it looked like a graveyard, like some kind of clearing with a some kind of structure and like a silhouette. I don't know. I thought graveyard, temple, something like that, and then that cave is out there, too, that Esau was so horny for. <laughs> Hold on, was that Glim or was that Carla? <laughs> I'm pretty sure based on these two episodes, that was Glim. <laughs> That's right. Things are so sexy with Glim lately. She's just trying to fit in with Sully, I think. I, I think yeah, I think she's Sully just speaking like, my language. Sully like brings it out in her this like she feels like kind of kind of it's risky. Not even risky. Yeah. You're totally. on your own in the big world. You can say things like horny. <laughs> Not have your moms look at you like, the fuck? <laughs> you're not supposed to know what horny is until you're 40. <laughs> you know, horny 40. That's what they say. That's what they say. Can I, like, I rolled really, really well. Yeah. Can I see candles or anything anywhere that I can, like, shed some light on any? No? Okay. Nope. In my Tinder box, um, I assume I have, like, means to make a little bit of fire. In your Tinder box, I have a Tinder box. Yeah, yeah that's part yeah. of like the pack or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so can I like strike a match and sure. just? Yeah, I do that, and I just kind of like quickly illuminate some different areas that we haven't looked at yet. Yeah, you don't see anything. Uh, anything else? It's no. a pretty empty room. 
<sighs> hey, did you see does any? It... Oh, sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, does it look like there's any spot that a magical orb might have been placed? I was just going to ask if if anyone's seen any of the mechanics of this place. Um, it, no place really in particular, like no resting mount or anything like that. Um, and I assume in the middle of the windmill is like the big, like, plates that move, get moved by the windmill to grind up the wheat? Yes. Okay. Sorry, yes. That takes up the majority of the room. I mean, I'm assuming you didn't really yeah. need to say it. That's yeah. what a windmill does. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Is there anywhere, so nowhere that's like storage where like the bags of grain would go or they would have been stacked beside it? Nope. Nothing. nothing kind of rinky dink operation. <laughs> Any drawers in this desk? Nope. Anything else on the desk? Nope. Hmm. I take the piece of paper, I fold it up, I put it in my pocket. Okay. Um, um, Sully, can you, I guess, get us out of here and we should go see if we can find. Philip and Esau, because there's nothing in here. It's the middle of the show. Welcome to the middle. Yeah, it's good. It's nice. It's kind of kind of got that Looney Tunes. Yeah, it did kind of. I like it. Uh, welcome to the middle. We still have a contest going on until August 31st. Yeah, we do. That's soon. Today is the 21st as this comes out. I didn't hesitate because I I was looking that up. No, knew it no, right, off, right off the old dome. Smooth right away. Yep, same day. I, We're I, very current. I know what day it is. It's fine. Um, but you can win a copy of Ghost of Salt Marsh. How do they do that? Well... They can share on multiple social media platforms. Their the episode that comes out we post on Facebook. You can find it on Twitter and just like let us know that you shared it because privacy settings are super weird. So just like drop us a message to say hey, little comment. Yeah, just shared it. Maybe say something nice, you know, like hey, Tom, your beard's looking really great today. Oh, thanks, Amy. And and we'll enter you to win that super duper book. And how do they do it on Twitter? They can tweet about us using the hashtag DumbDragonCast. So go do that because that's coming up real quick. And also we have coming up uh, very soon. We talk about uh, this uh, quite frequently. Um, but we have some changes coming to our Patreon community. Uh, some new tiers, some great things we're very excited about. A lot of it is uh, new exclusive content that has never before been seen or heard. And there's a whole bunch of it coming. September is just whack a, whack a bonkers. Buckle bonkers. in for September. Yeah. This is the teaser for it because it's coming September 1st. Whew. Hrr. Next time we'll, talk, we'll maybe talk about it a little bit more. Yeah, we'll tease it again next time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe get some more details. Yeah. Maybe. So keep, keep you listening. Can go, yeah, you listen next week. <laughs> yeah, okay. He's probably convinced Hillop to go to that cave and we probably got to save his ass. Yeah. Uh, 22. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll say that you, you can do it. Uh, as many times as you want, because you've done it a few times. Um, but That's yeah, what it sounds like. You um, you unlock the door uh, and 
head on out. After all three of you um, leave, you hear the door and lock again. Hmm. So do you think we head for the cave and see if that's where they went? Can I look around quick to see if this is the same, if this looks like the same place as we went in? Sure, make an investigation check. Because, you know. Yep. Mm-hmm. Time travel or portals, or portals or, or could be anything. Something. It's only an eleven. Uh, yeah, I mean, it looks uh, it looks to be the same spot that you were before. Um, you see footprints on the ground uh, of everybody's who was there. Any like struggling footprints? Um, why would I even look for that? Hisop would go hillop. Hillop. Whatever. Well, you tell me if you're looking for that, or if you're no, just looking. You were just looking. I for think Hillop would go okay. willingly with anybody, like all the time. <laughs> yes, cool, cool. Oh, you say that it's in the cave, yeah? Okay, let's go. Was well, there more honey? Is there honey in the cave? <laughs> Look, he's gonna um, be a fan favorite. I can tell oh, right now. I, know. I like him. I think he's fun. Dressed Ooh. the way he's dressed. Hell right. yes. Um. Well, I, I know the direction that the cave is in because I saw it out that window, so should we head that way? Yeah. Sure, yeah, I yeah, I guess it's the best bet to, to find them. I just want to say for the record, I don't really want to go find Hillop, but yeah, we probably should. I mean, he drives a fucking caravan. Yeah, how are we going to get to Waterdeep if we don't get him back? All right, let's go for necessity's sake. Uh, you head back down the pathway and go towards the cave where you believe the cave to be. Um, and it's kind of wrap around the same pathway that you went and go down the, the stretch um, that you didn't previously turn down when you first got here. Um, and it opens up into a big clearing and there is the cave that you saw uh, from above on the windmill. Um, it is a, a fairly wide opening, very dark. It, it goes fairly deep. You can't see the back of it. Um, everybody make an investigation check. Okay, I don't see much in this cave, but I see a bunny in there. <laughs> well, I rolled a two, so I see nothing. Oh, yeah, an eight. Eight. Um, yeah, um, yeah, moot. <laughs> yeah, okay. Moot and Sully, you see at the base of a cave a, a single skull. Um, you also noticed on your walk here, which you didn't really notice previously, but there are large groves of mushrooms all throughout this wood. Classic. There are dead bodies under there. Well, I mean, I guess I can get a branch off a tree and we can make a torch. Go look in the cave. Yeah, okay. Okay, so I go get a branch off a tree. You guys notice all these mushrooms? Yeah. It's an awful lot of mushrooms. Do you think uh, they're good eating mushrooms? There's only one way to find... No, Boo, I don't think that they're good eating mushrooms. Okay, all right. How many mushrooms has Moot already eaten? Yeah. Uh, none. <laughs> but he was sizing them up. Yep, that's fair. So you grab a branch... Um, and you light a torch, yes? Yep. Okay. Um, and I head slowly into the cave. Make a perception check as you do so. 17. 
Um, so as you get to the mouth of the cave and you shine the light from the, the lit branch into the cave, you hear above the crackles of the flame um, kind of a, a grunting, snoring type of sound. Uh, okay, so I kind of, like, put up a hand, like, do you guys, do you hear that? Can you hear, I think there might be a creature in here. Oh. What, I thought that was Moot in his deviated septum. Nope, not this time. <laughs> uh, Kate, so I'm gonna, like, slowly back away. So we can get a little distance away, so we can mm-hmm. talk. Guys, what do you think? It sounds like... a like, that sounded like a bear or something, right? Well, yeah. If I was a bear, I'd want to live in that cave. Look how spacious it is. Doesn't I really... really... I don't really like that one skull we saw outside of the cave. Yeah. You said skull, Russ. Human skull? Yes, sorry. It no, looks I to assumed, be but then there was skull. a creature, so Could I have thought... Been a small yeah. animal skull? Exactly, yeah. I should clarify. Yeah, no. It is a... Yeah, it looks to be a human skull. If anybody wishes to investigate it, you are more than welcome to do so. Yeah, I'll pick it up. <sighs> Five. This dice needs Five to Five just away. to pick it up, or you just go pick it up? What? I said you, you you rolled a five to pick it up, or you just go pick it up? I just go pick I it up, but that was my investigation. That was pick investigation. it up was part of the investigation. I hot potato it. <laughs> um, as you pick it up and look at it, it begins to talk to you. Perfect! And it says... To the right of the cross, the code will be. The black sparrow flies at dusk. To the right of the cross, the code will be. So the code will be to the right of the cross? To the right of the cross, the code will be. So it's just like an outgoing voicemail? Is this B-B-E or B-B-E-E? To the right of the cross, <laughs> the code will be. I think he's talking about the bees that we passed, you guys. No, remember I said I thought there was a um, a temple or something? So maybe that's maybe that's the cross. Maybe we, we head there to the right of it, and then there'll be a code? I don't know what we need a code for. I'm not sure what my philosophy is on listening to talking skulls. What do you guys think? I look at the skull and I'm like, can you say anything else? To the right of the cross, the code will be. Well, this is my first uh, experience with a talking skull, so I'm at a bit of a loss. I put it in my bag. <laughs> to the right of the cross, the code will be. And then it's silent from that. Well, what do you guys think? We head to that churchyard or whatever it was i don't really want to disturb a bear i was just gonna say he's having a really good sleep do we want to be those people i don't i don't want to be that person let's go to the right of the cross and then the code will be there sure i don't see why not so we head in that direction (laughs) Uh, sorry uh, to uh sorry to the the graveyard area or the structure in the distance that you weren't quite sure what it was We'd or there was see. a hut that you saw kind of the top of a hut um i think like the graveyardy area because that was okay. closer than the structure yeah. right so like, i don't know how christian 
this place is, but if there's yeah. going to be a cross anywhere, it'd probably be a graveyard. Graveyard sure. seems like a good place to start. Yeah. yeah. So you um, you go back down the pathway in which you came. You pass back in front of the windmill, and then there's a path that goes off to the right, and it's a straight shot, um, kind of a narrow pathway um, lined by more trees, of course, but it opens up into a wide graveyard. There are three rows, each with four uh, different headstones. Two of those headstones have holes uh, dug in front of them. And on each of the headstones, you see a letter. There are three crosses, one in each row. Hey, it's Russ here. Just wanted to pop in. Uh, I put the map that I will eventually draw for them down in the description so you can take a look at that to see what they are looking at when they're trying to figure out this graveyard puzzle thing. Yeah. Okay, back to it. So, three rows with four headstones in each. Two have holes in front of them? Yeah. And so, then what was the last thing you said? I have a whiteboard. Yeah. You got a whiteboard? Got Let's a whiteboard. do that. I love it. Hey, Just we're like going we're around the table, I love it. P-A-R-T-Y. It's a party. <laughs> a party zad or a party daz. Party days. Party days. D-A-Z-E. So to the right of the cross, the code will be. So Z-E-D. Or D-Z oh, right. or E-Z-D. To the right of which cross? Well, I all of them? I like Moot's idea that it's all three of them. Those are all to the right. So like one, two, these ones? Oh, wait. oh, I was, I was just thinking the one immediately wait. to the right, but it could be all of them. It could be. Deezy. <laughs> Zed. They're Canadian. <laughs> How long does Russ let us struggle for? I, I can't mean, you tell me when you figured remember. when you think you figured it out. Because well, know. where do we put this code? I think we should probably look around maybe a little bit and. Um, and see, like, is there a place to enter a code? I think you're right, because otherwise, how how do we figure it out? I take the skull out of my pocket and I say, Z-E-D. To the right D-E-Z. of the cross, the To the right I don't th- of the I put cross, it back in my... The code will be... Uh, um, I want to look around. There's the building, right? There's yeah. like a little... Uh, There's there a silhouette was, yeah, of a building. Glenn saw a structure, and then there was also the peak of what looked like a bit of a hut. The structure was unknown because it was silhouetted to her. But is that in the cemetery area? Uh, it was a little bit further. And- from where you are now, but yeah, oh, in the so, same direction. Okay, but there's nothing else around this in this cemetery. Uh, it's more mushrooms around the around the area that you specifically notice, but uh, no, nothing else in this cemetery area. Without getting is... too close, I look over one of the empty graves. It's empty. Guys, maybe we should look at one of the other buildings and see if there's a place to put a code, because maybe like there'll be like three letters or four letters, and it'll tell us. If we need to use... Yeah, I think you're right. If we know what we're looking for, we can solve it better, I think. Yeah. Okay, well, um, 
There was like a silhouette of a structure or something that looked, I don't know. We kind of have two options. You either, do either of you care? Which way should we go? Uh, the one that's closest. How about the the one that's up, uh, this way? Okay. Uh, you carry on down the path. More mushrooms fill the the side of the path as you go. And as you continue walking down, um, it comes to an end and you take a right. You hear uh, voices. And one of them is very clearly Hillop's. Um, and as you get closer, uh, you hear, So it's it's just up there, then? And as you get closer, you see a staircase. And at the top of the staircase, there appears to be a chest. And he sees and he hears you guys coming around the corner. And he says, Guys, he showed me where the gold is. It's here. It's in the chest. Uh, Hillop, yeah, just get away from that guy. What's the problem? He showed us where the gold is. Trust well, me, first buddy. of all, Hillop, I can't believe you just walked away when we got locked inside a building. He said you would be fine. We'd be back in no time flat by the time you got it all sorted out in there. Oh, yeah. The guy who gets stuck in quicksand, everything's going to be just fine, feels okay wandering off alone. Can you say trap much? I don't know traps. I'm not an adventurer. I'm just a caravan driver, and he told me that the gold was here. This is how caravan drivers end up in those empty graves over there. There was graves? I pull out the piece of paper from my pocket and I was like, we found this. Esap, tell us about this. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for getting my name right. You did find the note left by my evil twin brother. Hmm. Mm, The old twin brother story. I haven't been entirely honest with you. I do know a little bit about this place, being that this is where he was from. Uh-huh, please explain more bullshit. I, I don't believe that you, you're going to trust anything that I say. No, it I mean, said I, not to right here on the piece of paper. I, I, could, I, could, tell you, I could tell you how to lift the, uh, the curse over this place. Mm-hmm. Restoring okay. its... its mm-hmm. Yeah, you do it. Well, if you know how to do it, just yes. do it. Well, I don't know how far you made it, but there's there's a hut. You have to you have to collect some of these mushrooms and bring it to the hut. Uh huh. And then what? Well, and then um, there's there's a bit of uh, uh, supposed to be a bit of a ritual uh, with the mushrooms, consuming some of them perhaps. And then, I mean, he was more concerned about the gold. I was just trying to help with the gold. Esau, this is all very, very shady. Were you even drowning in quicksand? Who fakes being stuck in quicksand? Yeah, that's that's fucked up. Everybody roll an insight. Fifteen. Twenty. Oof, jeez, you guys are on fire. It was not great for me. <laughs> He's like, I'm not even going to say mine. Moot believes every word that he's saying. However, you two, yeah, you're you're on to the fact that uh, he um, either isn't who he says he is or is hiding something else. What are you hiding? I, I beg your pardon, why would I be I hiding? will straight up throw a talking skull at you. 
Um, he says, well, you've left me no choice. He pulls a dagger from his back pocket and puts it to Hillop's neck and says, I can't, I, I can't let you, I can't let you A, leave here, and I can't let you lift the curse. I'm sorry. That's, I, that's it. Why not? You can't let us lift the curse. Yeah. No. Why? No, the whole mushroom thing really wasn't to lift the curse. Just You're fucking to... high though, right? Yeah, real high. You should take some with you. These are dead body mushrooms, aren't they? What? No. Why would there be dead body mushrooms? Well, because I have a feeling like nobody ever actually left this place. That is a theory. I like it. I'm going to kill this man now, though. So perhaps we should roll for initiative. I have crazy initiative bonus, you guys. I it's all that dexterity. Do not. 17. 18. 10. Sorry, God damn it. I just, I just had a good roll. I have a minus one for initiative. It's very oh, different. Geez. We had a really good roll then. Glim, you're up first. Uh, you have Hillop uh, in front of you with a dagger to his throat by Esau. Guys, this is episode 11. It's our first fight. <laughs> it's true. Uh, how close am I to them? Um, you're fairly close. They let you get pretty close as you were. So you're at the base of the staircase. Uh, I don't know, 10, 10 feet away. Do we even know what to do to fight? <laughs> <laughs> do I, now that we rolled initiative, do I have to take an attack action? You, no. You can delay your you, action. Yeah, no, I want to try and I want to talk to him. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah, there's a bunch of different stuff that you can do. Um, but yeah, absolutely, you can talk to him. Okay. Isao, I don't don't do anything rash. We just want you to explain what's going on, and maybe we can help you. It sounds like you have an evil brother or something, and I can't even imagine what that's like. So, could you please just take the knife away from Hillop's neck and explain to us calmly what's going on? I promise that we'll listen. Persuasion. 24. Paladins have mad charisma. <laughs> I'm really, I'm very persuasive. You're not, you're, okay. I mean, I still can't let you leave. We'll listen to what you have to say, please. Hillop is really okay. scared. Okay, so I will, Hillop, are you going to be okay? Yes, I will be fine. I won't move. I haven't peed my pants. Nobody asked you that. Rolling that 20 seems on deception, like, so you believe. <laughs> seems like odd information to <laughs> volunteer. That, that dark it purple of yeah. his pants. Yeah, Glenn, yeah, his pants are green with green stripes. Oh, green, right, yep, right, right. His jacket's purple. Well, the, um, and his beret. He kind of loosens the dagger on it, but doesn't take it completely away. Really, uh, what... We're just trying to get more people to uh, to come here. It's more of a tourism type thing. If you eat the mushrooms, you stay and you be my Esau, friend. You're still not telling the truth. You have to tell the truth. No, I am. You have to eat the mushrooms. Just like Hillop here did. Hillop, did you eat the mushrooms? I was so hungry and he said they were tasty. And how do you feel? I feel uh, I got a little rumbly in my tumbly, but I'm feeling okay. 
Uh, how far did he move? Like, did he move away from Hillop at all? Uh, he mostly uh, just moved his hand, the the the, bl- the daggered hand away. Um, we're we're going to say that that's your turn mm-hmm. um, and Sully's turn. So the dagger's away. He's still got a hand on Hillop's shoulder. So he's still within range of him. Um, <laughs> Sully's just like, what? Number one, I can't believe you ate those mushrooms, dude. That's fucking disgusting. Uh, Number two, and I draw my short bow and I release an arrow because I'm done with this shit. Okay, roll roll attack. This is what I was hoping for when I was persuading him. Crit fail? Did you just shoot... Hill oh no, did you eye? shoot Hillop? Oh, Hillop! You guys, this is my first attack roll of the new broadcast, and it was a one! Uh, so close! <laughs> okay, so oh, you lose... I what? Sorry, what did you say, right? I'm done with this shit? Well, I don't think I said that part out loud. I said that to us. Okay. But I, I just said, that's fucking disgusting! As you... <laughs> so here's how Hillop sees it. You say, that's fucking disgusting. And Quickly pull a short bow and shoot him in the shoulder. Roll damage. Uh, I go, god damn it. 1d6 plus 5. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. Damn. Oh god damn it, I rolled a 6. <laughs> 11 damage. Did I kill him? Is he a level 1 character? Hillop goes down. Ah, <laughs> oh, God damn it. Sorry, down, buddy. Down on the ground. There's no response from Hillop. And Esau looks at you and says, You guys are savage. And I say back to him, I'll kill every fucking friend you have. I'm just going with it now. I'm a terrible mm-hmm. person. Are you doing anything else? No. Moving or- I think I've done yeah. enough. Moot, it's your turn. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow, why do you even uh, play this game? Moat's just kind of stunned uh, by what just transpired. Um, Does Isa still have like the knife in his hands and everything? Yeah, oh yeah, why would he drop it? It's He didn't get <laughs> he hit didn't with a... He didn't just get shot. <laughs> <laughs> so close. <laughs> so close. Uh, okay, uh, I am going to cast Ray of Frost. All right. Since now the path is abundantly clear to have a clear shot at him. Cool, is that an attack roll? <laughs> or does that just happen? Yep, I make a ranged spell attack. Do so. Excellent. Editing out all these hiccup sounds. That's a 21. Ooh. That will hit. And you'll hit the okay. right person and all. Uh, so that is nine damage. Uh, no, wait, sorry. Okay, there's no, no bonus. Bo- no bonus. Okay, then that is. Sorry, I thought there was a plus five. Uh, so that's four damage. Um. Okay. Cold damage. So describe to me what it looks like as you do this. Um. So yeah, Moot kind of throws his hand out and uh, like a beam of white, like. Not light, but like cold. It's really bright, though, still. So I guess light would be a good way to uh, describe it. But this kind of like freezing 
ray just like shoots out of his hand and I guess hits Esau in the chest. It hits him square in the chest. Um, and uh, the two of you see Frost just hit and disperse along his clothing. And he lets out a scream and like, ah, that doesn't feel good at all. Whose accent do you have on it? Uh, uh, that's it for my turn. It's it for your turn. It's his turn. Um, and he's kind of trying to brush away. And then he turns and he begins to run. Fucker. Okay, uh, I want to fire breath him then. Before he gets away. It's Hillop's turn, but he doesn't do anything. Oh. oh. <laughs> right. I, uh, so I already forgot like, about Hillop. I'm, I'm cold. I'm stoned. Uh, he's dashed, so he's uh, 70 feet from you now. Oh, damn it. He is actually, a quick little fucker. Yeah, so he's actually gone into the trees. Okay. Sorry, there are trees up these stairs? No, so sorry, there, there's there's trees around because there's trees around everything. Yeah. But there, there's an a clearing and then the stairs are in the middle of this clearing with a with a chest at the top. Uh okay, well then I'm gonna run over to Hillop and see if he is okay. He appears unconscious. Okay, I am going to uh lay on hands. This kind of sounds weird and dirty, but isn't. I'm going to I have a pool of healing power that can restore five HP. I can touch a creature to restore any number of HP remaining in the pool of five. So, can I... I guess I he's unconscious, right? Yep. So, can I give him, like, one so he's not unconscious anymore? Sure, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna give him one. You do so, and his eyes open as you do this. He's like, ah! That hurts so, so real bad! Did we get the gold? We... Oh, buddy, well... This has given me the hiccups. Uh, whenever I get shot with a short bow, I get the hiccups. <laughs> I'm sorry that you've been shot with a short bow enough times to know physiologically how you'll react. It's very sad, Hillip. It, it hurts so real bad. I yell from the bottom. Gab, yeah, I'm so sorry. It's, it did sound too like I was yelling at you and then I shot you with yeah, an arrow. You, you did yell at me and said, that's real disgusting. I thought I just had wronged you in some way by eating <laughs> those mushrooms. I was just so disappointed in your actions, man. Well, yeah. Did we get the bad guy? Did the adventure win? Not yet. Oh, Okay. So maybe we try and get the gold then. Is he, because is he up at the top of the stairs, like by the gold? I sort of lost the geography. He's at the I bottom of the no, stairs, right? He, no, he didn't run up the stairs. Okay. He ran back, like away no, from the no, stairs. No, no, like and Hillop and him were at the bottom of the stairs yes. and he was going to, sorry, Esau and him were at the bottom of the yeah. stairs and Hillop was going to start walking up. So we're yeah. still at the base of the stairs right yes. now. More okay. or less, yeah. Guys, what do we do? There's this crazy person in the woods. There's maybe gold up there. We need to find a code? Something about mushrooms? This is a lot. Uh, personally, I feel like um, I need a second. I need a do-over to shoot that guy. Um, also, he's like, I don't know, like what? Fucking like turning people into zombie friends? I don't know what he's doing, but it's not good. He's definitely not good. No. So we go after Esau? Are we let's, agreed? Let's get I him. think we have to. 
Okay, let's do it. Can somebody help me up? <laughs> I help him up. And can somebody take this pokey bit out of my shoulder? Oh, yeah. I go up and I take it back. Ah! <laughs> Takes one damage and collapses. No. no I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'll give um, him another one. Just yeah. keeping him barely alive. Yeah. Just enough. This, this is so much fun, guys. I love the adventure. And you guys head off following in the direction that Esau ran. Mm -hmm. You um, uh, tell me marching order. We're just kind of all just going scattershot. Um, am I having to help Philip? Well, somebody does have to help Philip, yeah. Okay, well, I'll do it, because I'm beefy. Okay. So I'll, like, he can have an arm around my shoulder or whatever, and we can make our way. Carrying Philip, the four of you head off into the trees looking for Esau. Cursed Are the Woods was part of today's adventure created by Eric Dalek. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. Visit creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by dash sa slash 3.0. The song's Long Road Ahead, Come Play With Me by Kevin McLeod of incompetech.filmmusic.io. All songs are licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0. Visit creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 4.0. <laughs> you know, horny 40, that's what they say. Yeah, that's what they say. That's the theme of my birthday party this coming year. <laughs> oh, God, yes. <laughs> Carla's horny 40. <laughs> can you imagine? Remind yes. me that I said that in January. Well, yeah, okay. I'll see if I can yeah. pull it off. <laughs> uh, Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Dum Dums and Dice would like to welcome you to the grim darkness of the 41st millennium in the Valentine Heresy, an actual play podcast set in the Genesis adaptation of Warhammer 40,000's Dark Heresy RPG. Newly promoted Inquisitor Lucius Valentine has received visions of the death of the immortal God Emperor. With few options before him, he teams up with hive-bred criminal siblings Lyric and Alto. Together, they must defeat a cabal of shadowy foes to save the Emperor and the Imperium. Can this trio of unlikely heroes survive in a galaxy where there is only war? The Emperor is going to die in a year. My job is to make sure the Emperor doesn't die. Because if the Emperor dies, the Astronomicon goes out. And the only thing keeping the Imperium alive is the fact that we have a very large navy and a very large army and space marines, and they shoot everyone. It's delightful. Praise the Emperor. Thanks for that. But if the Astronomicon goes out, we have no navy, we have no ability to defend ourselves, and the Xenos and Chaos will overrun us instantly because there will be no defense. So every planet will turn out like 
Galen's glory. And that would be the best case scenario. Which is why we need to keep the emperor on his throne. I spit in my palm and put my hand out for a handshake. Am I supposed to do something in return? Is this, I'm sorry, I just don't know what this is. Alto's like, yeah, like this. He spits in his hand and puts it out towards you as well. Then I spit in both palms and shake their hands separately. (laughs) We have an inquisitorial band. Warhammer 40,000, the Valentine Heresy. Available now.